Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you again for joining us on the Authority of Love Broadcaster podcast. Now, you can listen anytime at wjmm.com. Click on the podcast tab near the upper right corner, and then click on the Love and Lordship links. You'll find, as you've heard it most every day on here, today's and the previous two days' messages. You can also get many articles and podcasts and links at loveandlordship.com. That's our website, loveandlordship.com. Or you can go to the Vimeo page specifically. You can find it there at vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship or the love and lordship page on Podbean, uh, which is loveandlordship.podbean.com. Let us know at loveandlordship.com as well, or email me at loveandlordship at gmail.com. Love to hear from you and engage with you. And uh, who knows, you might be a guest on soon. We've got another great guest coming up soon. So I'm looking forward to that and hope you are as well. First of all, this is our third week into 2023, and I continue to wish you a blessed new year as the focus this week is on the hope, peace, joy, and love that we have in Christ. As we continue in this new year, 2023, on the authority of love, I want to remind our listeners of our vision and mission statements. Pay attention to these. I think they're powerful for all of us. Our vision is every life and relationship built on the love and lordship of Jesus Christ. Our mission is making disciples who make disciples in the love and lordship of Jesus Christ in every home, church, and beyond for his kingdom and glory. Let me ask you this, as we pick up now again, this third Monday of 2023, I'm going to ask a question that has been asked so many times, and it shapes our messages to follow. What are you looking forward to? Have you figured that out yet? As you ponder that question, let me repeat some comments from the last week of 2022. If you want to go back and find those on our website, reminds us, of what's most important to us as Christ followers in 2023 and beyond. From Habakkuk, remember a minor prophet, quote unquote, right, who faithfully shared God's faithfulness in bringing upon the Israelites the destruction that they had sown and would reap, but also his promises to restore them in victory. In chapter 3, verses 16 through 19, listen to what the prophet says. I heard and my inner parts trembled. At the sound, my lips quivered. Decay enters my bones and in my place I tremble because I must wait quietly for the day of distress, for the people to arise who will attack us. Why? Because God has told them that's what they've sowed. That's what they're going to reap. Then he goes on with verse 17, even if the fig tree does not blossom and there's no fruit on the vines, even if the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food, even if the flock disappears from the fold, yet I will triumph in the Lord. I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength and he has made my feet like deer's feet and has me walk on my high places. From Oswald Chambers, the words he used to close every year in his devotion, leave the irreparable past in his hands, God's hands, and step out into the irresistible future with him. If your focus is on this world, you can be assured that any hope, peace, joy, and love that you think you have is temporary, just like this temporal world. 
If your focus is on Christ and his kingdom, you can know and be fulfilled in his hope, peace, joy, and love because it's eternal just like he and his kingdom are. So again, I ask, what are you looking forward to? If you want to know that hope, peace, joy, and love of Christ today, in this new year now that we're still just in the beginning of, and even more so throughout your life, begin by asking and answering this question. What's my focus? In 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, Paul states by the Holy Spirit, of course, Therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer person is decaying, yet our inner person is being renewed day by day. For our momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Is your focus temporal or eternal? Having wrapped up Christmas season and now the new year fully into 2023, what's driving your thoughts or what's your focus and fears in this new year? Another way to ask it is, what are you hoping for? Beyond that, and maybe two better questions, what is your hope founded on? What do you fear? Paul in Romans 5, 1 through 5 says this, Therefore, having been justified, that's just if I'd never sinned, by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand. Introduction. You're a babe, right? If you know him, just, just have come to know him. And we celebrate in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also celebrate in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance proven character, and proven character hope. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts and through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. And then James, the half-brother of Jesus, an elder of the church at Jerusalem, states it similarly in verses 2 through 4 of chapter 1. Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect results so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing." Returning to Paul in Romans 15, 13, he reminds us of our only real hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. That hope is found in Christ alone and in his Holy Spirit in those who know him and walk accordingly. That hope is found in his unfailing mercies and amazing grace. The steadfast love of our Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Lamentations 3, 22 through 24. By the way, that was not a very good time in Israel. No matter what we're facing, we have these promises. In the Jewish culture that the Bible was written in, which we should pay close attention to, in order to truly understand context, meanings, and interpretation, even for today, the end of one year and the preparation for the next year was focused strongly 
on repentance. We would do well in our personal life, in our relationships, and in our churches to spend time reflecting not on just the blessings and the trials of the past year and looking forward to better things in the Lord for the coming year. Those are all good, but we should take time to look introspectively and collectively to where we are personally and as a body in our walk with Him. As we humbly repent, we can be assured that His mercies are new every single day. We do not receive what we deserve because Christ came, Christmas, lived and died, Easter, Good Friday and Easter, to receive the punishment that should have been ours. Praise and thanks to the Lord for His unfailing mercies and His amazing grace toward us. Christ promises hope. We just read it, Romans 15, 13. Found only in Him through the Holy Spirit. Peace, unlike the world gives, and one that I can't fully understand, nor can you. The Bible tells us that. So we must accept it by faith. Is found in John 14, 27, in John 16, 33, and Philippians 4, 6 through 7. A joy in any and every circumstance that is complete in him and allows and even compels me to find it, joy that is, in the most difficult of trials and circumstances, including the ups and downs of 2022 and all that 2023 holds in store for us. 1 John 1, 4, James 1, 2 through 4, I just read a moment ago. And finally, love that is based on covenant and commitment and not on fleeting feelings and emotions. His love is forever faithful. John 3, 16 and 17. 1 Corinthians 13, 8a simply says this, love never fails. Not the kind of love of the world, not the physical, fleshly, sexual love or emotional love, but the agape love of God, preferring him above all else, rooted in his truth and, 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 and showing itself in obedience to him. And then in 1 John 4, 7 through 21, go back and read that about what his love really is. It's not the love of the world, but it's the love that you and I can count on always. How's that for kicking 2023 into gear? Notice the contrast of his hope, peace, joy, and love, eternal to that of the world's fleeting and circumstantially and emotionally based desires rooted in the selfish flesh, temporal. Which are you looking forward to this new year? Faith is the key to living in his love and lordship that will bring and mature these incredible traits, hope, peace, joy, and love, and the assurances of them into your life, regardless of what you or we have faced or are facing or will face in the future. COVID, pandemics, and even endemics still do not win. Election fraud and mainstream and social media cover-ups will not win. Social anarchy and chaos will not win. Christ has already won and promises that victory to all who believe in him as Savior and walk with him as Lord. Romans 8, 26 through 39. Matter of fact, read all of Romans 8. It's powerful. As we close, here's some food for thought. Going back to three key verses that I've talked about in today's message. His mercies are new every morning and are never ending. They never fail. Lamentations 3, 22 through 24. His grace is all sufficient to save us and meet all our needs in Christ. That's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 and Philippians 4, 19. He alone 
It's where we find hope, peace, joy, and love that endures for all time and eternity. And he will see you through today and every day in this new year. Don't you want to know him? Maybe for the first time. Or maybe just more fully. Here are action items I'm going to push throughout this week, okay? How can you know him? Number one, spend time with him in his word and prayer daily. Number two, seek him and ask you, his Holy Spirit, to teach you and help you know him. Number three, ask him to show you how much he loves you. Number four, pursue a loving relationship with him. Christ died to give it to you. And five, choose the hope, peace, joy, and love found only in him, not the false pretenders of our circumstances or struggles or fleshly relationships of the world and our fickle feelings. Now join us again tomorrow. I'll be sharing a story about handling the change in our lives that is inevitable as we move into and on through this new year. Join us and invite family, friends, and loved ones, even enemies, as we all need to hear the gospel message, right? Now remember, you can get our book, The Authority of Love, second edition. Go to Amazon and put in Authority of Love, search for that second, S-E-C-O-N-D. Spell it out, not 2-N-D, and you'll find it. You can also find out more on our website, loveandlordship.com, loveandlordship.com, and it will direct you to other things, our podcast, our videos, other things like that. If you'd like to donate to us in this new year, you can do so at our website, loveandlordship.com. Upper right corner, there's a give tab. Click on that and it will walk you right through. It takes about a minute or so. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. If God's not leading you to donate to us, pray until he shows you who, and then donate and give for his kingdom and glory. Thanks again for joining us for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to the Authority of